Jen is at a bachelorette party. Last time Jen was at a bachelorette party, there was a male stripper that I think did some dances for her. So let's, I can't wait to hear the stories when she's back next week. Nice. And we will not be doing a surprise shot without Jen. That just wouldn't be cool. All right, guys, what's up? I got a great episode today. This is going to give you freaking anxiety out the ass. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds interesting. That sounds like a medical problem. Is this the diarrhea one? The drink? Yes, it is a drink that you told me that I should make today. You want to tell tell the gang why we made this? Yeah, so this drink is for Alex. This is for you, man. I know you're you're not, not you particularly have diarrhea but you are taking care of someone who does so i was like you know what we don't we didn't get a drink suggestion for the episode so why don't we do this for you so this is our tribute to you and it's actually really good it's not as brown as i thought it would be but it's definitely kalua it's um it's kalua rum I used Bailey's instead of rum cream because I the, the only rum cream that they had was flavored ones. And then when I look back at the ingredients, I was like, oh, I picked pineapple and I'm not sure that would go well with the Kahlua and the honey liqueur. So I just went with Bailey's instead. So it's Kahlua, Bailey's, rum and honey liqueur. So Kahlua and ba- Bailey's both have alcohol in them, right? All of those things have alcohol. So this is literally a coffee drink. Yeah. Mm, that's pretty cool. When I looked up diarrhea, <laughs> Imagine someone just logs on and first thing they hear is It's the first time they've <laughs> ever heard talk murder to yeah. me. And then the first thing I say is when I looked up diarrhea. Now when I looked up diarrhea, I so I typed in Google diarrhea shots and then diarrhea liquor drink or whatever. And I kept getting all these searches and you can do it yourself. You'll see what I'm talking about. But it says, why do I get diarrhea when I drink? I guess it's a common problem. It might be that they're like allergic <laughs> to it or, or something. Kind of like lactose intolerance, you know? Yeah. What's up, Chris? So we are not doing the Eileen Warnos one this week. I decided to wait for Jen, but I got two stories Today, one's going to be for our supporters or Taco Supremos, and that's going to be after this one. And I would have three, but somebody's been somebody's been not letting me sleep all week because of this video game we're playing and literally going to bed at 12. I, I usually go to bed at 930, 10. 10.30. Yeah, well, you know what I mean, like 10, whatever. I've been going to bed at freaking midnight playing this game. But anyway, these episodes are going to be sort of based on situations where people find themselves in and the game's called the forest and you basically run you're a plane crash victim but you're still alive and your son goes missing or something timmy so you have to wander around this island and build shelters and you have to eat and freaking sleep and you have to build fires. And then you have these indigenous people trying to kill you. But they're not all indigenous people. There's also, you know, zombies or something. No, there are. Yeah, there's something. I don't know. But anyway, so I'm doing two episodes based off that. I'm going to do another one this week for you guys, for the supporters. That also kind of has to do with that weird Weird thing. Inspired by. Inspired by, yeah. Creepy lost in the woods shit. Let's get it going. Get it going. Tonight we're going to the 24th of November 2009 is where I'm starting the story tonight. And 
Tell me if you've been here, Nikwiz, and tell me where this is. If you're on live chat, I am on Google Earth now. We do live chats every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, this is the Talk Murder Me podcast. It's just me and Nicole here tonight, but we release episodes every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 p.m. or at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can hear both of these episodes there. And your your little bullet says John's awesome. <laughs> and if you are if you like this and you're on live chat right now on YouTube and you want to stay for another episode, just go to talkmore.com slash join and become a Taco Supremo and just stay on for another episode today. If not, you can get those episodes as a Taco Nacho, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talkmore.com slash join. That's my plug. One more plug. I'm sponsored by Jupiter CBD. I take it every day. JupiterCBD.com slash Lama, L-L-A-M-A. I'll put the link in the, the bio there. You can use that link to get 10% off and then 20% off if you auto ship. All right, that's my plug. This is where we're going. Has anyone been here? This is, what What state is this? I couldn't quite tell. Was this California? No, it's close. I couldn't see exactly where it zoomed in. This is, uh, oh, it's replaying. This is where the LDS is located. You know what that is? Come on, look at the map. You know what oh, I just that? missed it. Damn it. <laughs> I was like so focused on what LDS mean. Uh. Nutty Putty Cave. What a name. Yeah, what a name. Why do you think they call it that? Nicole, why do you think they call it that? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? I'm thinking. um, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I mean, like, is it like clay? Like putty? Like, is there, is the soil very clay-like? All right, Lauren, don't, don't, don't say anything else about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, man. If she's also confirming we will not sleep tonight, this is this is hardcore. Let let me tell you how I'm doing this, Lauren and Natasha. I'm doing this event based on actual tweets from the day it happened. So I wanted to get live updates. And I know this is 2009, but I wanted to kind of put us in the 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 this atmosphere. Isn't the, this isn't the 127 hours shit, is it? No, no, that no, no. The one where you cut his arm off. Yeah, not. I don't think that was in Utah. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like terrible scenarios like that. Which man, that movie when he like has to cut the nerve. Oh. <laughs> Tonight we are going to the Nutty Putty Cave. Okay. And this is a cave in Utah, and I've never been out there. I've not been to Utah. I I had two Mormon friends when I was in the military, and those dudes were the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. Literally nice ass guys. And they would not drink any Coke either, which is weird. Good for them. Yeah, they don't drink any caffeine and... I don't know. Special underwear, all that good stuff. Both of them that I met, though, only had one wife. (laughs) Wife. (laughs) Both of the guys I I knew only had one wife, but they were kind of young. So maybe they're still working on getting a couple more. (laughs) Maybe. All right. Tonight, we're going to the Nutty Putty Cave. And this is a picture of it. The cave. I'm going to show you a lot of pictures tonight. (laughs) This is going to give you fucking anxiety, bro. This is, I called you bro. This is um, spelunking. Sorry. Spelunking. That, so, so isn't spelunking when you no, like no. base jump in caves type thing? Nobody base jumps in caves. That doesn't make any sense. All right, well, what's spelunking? 
Spelunking is the American term for a cave diver. Cave diver. Diver meaning they go under the ground, the earth. They they dive into the cave. Not they dive like off a springboard headfirst into a freaking cavity. Anyway, this right here is what the cave looks like. Well, I think I'm just I like it, it, that is just so freaking dangerous. I can't uh, I cannot imagine the thrill kind of like base jumping, that kind of shit. Like I just why? 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 This reminds me of the drink we're drinking. This image. <laughs> that looks like a colon. <laughs> uh, shit. Do you see the entrance? The butthole? No, yes. the entrance. <laughs> Do you see the answers or not? Damn, what? <laughs> you're not paying attention. <laughs> what the fuck? No, I don't see the entrance. So <laughs> the entrance is. I feel like we're looking at a map from this video game. So. No, so the entrance is in the middle there. You see it in the middle? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yep. the entrance. That's where we're at in Utah. Utah. That's where in Utah we're at. So you see that this cave, like many of the other caves, is pretty wide and pretty expansive. This is the entire cave mapped out of this cave system right here. And I guess I guess these cavers map them out. I don't know if they have a government agency that does that or whatever, but I say they just use robots and send them down there, but or cats maybe. <laughs> All right, this is who we're talking about tonight, McQuiz. Can you describe this guy for us? Um, looks like he's in his early tw- 20s, maybe, or mid-20s. Um, um, I don't know. White guy, brown hair, brown eyes. Uh, he, he looks, he, this is like a professional shot, it looks like. Fit, like young and fit, healthy. Does he, he didn't look Mormon to you? I don't <laughs> know how you could tell if someone looks Mormon or he's, not. He's real nice. He does look like a nice dude. No, this he is Mormon, like a lot of the uh, Utahians. All right, this is from the Times News, April 20th, 2000. This is about the cave right here. You go into the cave, that hole that you saw in the Google Earth is it's literally a hole in the ground, which I didn't, I've never been caving. I don't want to go caving, especially after hearing this. I've never been caving, but, so I don't know about a lot of caves. I kind of thought caves were in the side of mountains. This is how little I know about caving. But this cave, as you saw from the Google Earth, is just straight in the, the dirt. And then you look down in it and go down in it. Mm-hmm. You saw it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You drop 15 feet initially into the hole. So these cavers go down there and they rope up and they repel down 15 feet. There's two main shafts that extend up to a mile each. So let me go back to the video or the um, the, the picture here. So you drop down at that entrance, which is right in the middle mm-hmm. to the, the uh, west side. And then there's two... Two paths you can go. The one on the right is the one we're going to tonight. You see that big slide? Mm -hmm. That's what it's called. And is this a cave thing? All of these caves have freaking uh, like anatomy names. Is that a thing? Because look further down, you see the birth canal. (laughs) Yeah, what's below it? The anus canal? Is that what it says? The aorta canal. That's the aorta canal. Oh, from here, I could have sworn it said anus canal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like that better anyway. All right, so 15 feet, you drop down into this hole. There's two main shafts that extend up to a mile each. The vertical drops in this cave system are up to 10 feet or more in this particular cave. Now, this cave itself is not necessarily the most challenging cave. It is a really famous cave. Because of this or before this? 
Um, well, from my research, caves aren't mapped out anywhere until someone finds it. And then when someone finds it, a caver, a spelunker, because because these caves are out in the middle of the desert. Mm -hmm. So you and you saw the guys on on uh, motorbikes, right? So these motorbikers, these motorbikers have to find one of these caves. And then if it's not mapped out publicly yet, they'll go down and start mapping it out. And then interest will grow in the spelunker community. And it's like, oh, have you checked out this cave? What should we name it type of thing? That's how I'm I'm picturing it. That this works. Anyway, before this event, this newspaper, the Times News, and this is from 2000, so nine years before, talks about the initial interest in the Nutty Putty Cave. First, you drop about 15 feet into a hole that gets progressively smaller. Then you wiggle your way through a horizontal shaft so suffocatingly tiny that you probably will panic and back out. If you haven't chickened out yet through several inches of water before the cavern opens up, but not much. Now you're in the Nutty Putty Cave, one of Utah County's most popular and least regulated recreation attractions. There you go. No, so there's... Oh, so Alex from Live Chat says he's been in there. Sweet, I didn't know that. You you need to tell us about it. Don't tell about the story. No, no, no. He's saying he's been in the Nutty... He's referring to diarrhea. Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> that is also sad, <laughs> but fucking fucking funny. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. Now this is a <laughs> this is the southwest end of Utah Lake. Uh, one local resident, Kent Kowalis, says you if you're going in this cave, you need to bring a hard hat. Now this is before this event we're talking about happened. This is about the cave itself. He says, quote, we say wear a hard hat, not because we're worried about your head, but because we don't like blood in the caves, end quote. A little bit about the ownership of the cave. It belongs to the Federal Bureau of Investigation Land Management. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) 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 The FBI owns the cave. <laughs> That's where they host the aliens. <laughs> I have not even drank that much yet. My God. I kind of set you up for failure, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> the cave is on. Well, maybe they're hiding top secret things in this cave. <laughs> the cave is owned by the. <laughs> The cave is owned by the Federal Bureau of Land Management and Utah State. In 1999, two teens got stuck for 20 hours. Then 1999, so this is 10 years prior. Another two teens were stuck over Labor Day weekend in 2004, and they get stuck in the birth canal. Okay, that's where everyone gets stuck, in the birth canal. I mean... That's where a lot of babies get stuck in labor for 19 hours, but... And one resident I saw said something very interesting about cavers. He says, just because you got in doesn't mean you can get out. (laughs) That is fucking true, dude. Vertical drops of up to 10 feet must be negotiated, and other spots require crawling, climbing, wriggling, and plenty of holding on for dear life. Yeah, fuck no. 
Mm-mm. This does not sound like a recreational activity that I want to be a part of. All right. So this is the guy we're talking about again. I put two tweets here and this story we're going, we're, we're mapping this story out hour by hour. And this is Thanksgiving weekend, 2009. Oh, that's so terrible. We're mapping this story out hour by hour by the tweets that came through on this day. Now, the mass media and the news outlets didn't pick this up for a few days or not a few days, probably a day after. But these tweets, I wanted to make this episode go hour by hour to just build the fucking anxiety and (laughs) give you a fucking heartache. (laughs) I'm already (laughs) anxious. Wait, can you read the first one up there by John Shepard? Utah man trapped in a, quote, birth canal section of Nutty Putty Cave in Utah. What? Create your own punchline. And then the bottom one, that's a personal friend. Uh, My friend's brother is still stuck in the Nutty Putty Caves. I am praying for him. I spent the first hour trying to get him unstuck. Okay, so one hour goes by. I'm going to show you where he's stuck. Don't worry. It's fucking terrifying <laughs> a lot. This guy, John, John Jones, if you that's his real name, John Jones, J-O-H-N Jones, is with his brother. And apparently there were 10 other people there too, but I think they were in a separate part, friends and family, because only John and his brother Josh go down to try to go through the birth canal and is a very tight spot, obviously. And John gets stuck in it. His brother Josh runs out. He has to run to a hill near the cave to get reception on his phone. He then calls 911. The cave was actually already closed off by a gate. From the Daily Herald in May 2006 is where I pulled this information from. And hey, what's up, Marjul? Hey, just uh, if you know this story, don't spoil it. The gate, and we sent your we sent your book too. I don't know if you got it yet. I'm trying to think what day we took it. The ga- a gate was added to block off the west entrance. The SITLA, S-I-T-L-A, which is the School of Institutional Trust Lands Administration, said the following, quote, this is a moral thing that we don't want to live with. The cave needs more management or be closed. There is there's also a liability aspect. Now, this is before John Jones gets stuck in the nutty putty. Okay, they say, I don't think liability is an issue at all, but I do believe that we don't want to tell somebody that their son or daughter died in our cave, end quote. Now, that's really important about the liability aspect, because you might ask, you know, that's why I told you who owns the cave or whatever. The, it's not like you go there and there's like a ticket booth and shit. Right. I mean, you go there and no one else is there and you're not supposed to be there. They finally they finally blocked it off with a gate. However, John's brother, Josh, had special permission and is basically a, a padlock with a combination on it. They gave him the padlock number and they went on in. So... So it was already like kind of closed or closed yeah, anyway because, when they went. Yeah, because as I said, so many. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, they've had to rescue two, and most of them are teenagers. Those two in two thousand four, and then two teenagers in two thousand and 
or uh, 1999 in this cave and it's always in the same spot luckily they have someone they go with if you went by yourself and got stuck you're fucked man i mean someone might not go spelunking in that cave months. for months right now here's the stats about people going to the cave four people were killed in 2005 near a, a popular cave in Provo. 6,000 groups per year visit the Nutty Putty. 90%, 90% of 6,000 people that visit the Nutty Putty arrive unprepared. So it's just one of those tourist things. However, John and his brother were both were cavers from a young time. In fact, John, as a, a small boy, would play the victim in the cave for the state of Utah because the uh, the cave rescuers, searching rescuers, would practice. Mm -hmm. And John's been in the Nutty Putty a lot. I mean, this is where he lives. This is where he grew up. So he's been in there a lot. He's played the victim. He knows the cave inside and out. And he's been rescued before as the, the play victim for the search and rescue guys, right? Okay. So as I said, this is John Jones right here. He didn't get stuck in the birth canal. When he goes down, and you can see it in this photo right here, they start at the entrance. They mm -hmm. go to the right. They go down the big slide. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to show you photos of all this stuff, like actual cave photos of this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. They go down the big slide, and then the birth canal is there on the right. He thought he was going in the birth canal. How However, he went the wrong direction and he goes down what's called uh, Ed's Push. Ed's Push is 120 feet below and 700 feet away from the cave's entrance. The actual area of Ed's Push is only 18 inches wide. Let me say that again. The actual area of the Ed's Push entrance is 18 inches wide and 8 inches tall. I wear a size 38 belt. I ain't fitting in that fucking cave. Nope, it would stop at my thighs. <laughs> Okay. Uh, would get stuck. How'd he how'd he get stuck in the cave? Six feet tall, he weighs two hundred pounds. How do you get in an eighteen inch hole if you obviously I mean what guy has an eighteen inch waist anymore? Nobody. And he wasn't in the best of shape. You know, he's been he's been in med school, mm -hmm. as we'll talk about. He's been eating good and living good and everything. He's not in the best shape. He's got a waistline. How do you fit in an eight, 18 inch cave? Was he trying to make it bigger? Like was he trying to chip away at the hole? No, no. They weren't chipping away. Okay. Well, then I guess the answer is you don't and you get fucking stuck. Okay. All right. This is how you do it. Watch what I do. You're trying to go in a small hole. Your waist is too big. <gasps> now your waist is thinner. You suck in air and your waist kind of stretches out and gets thinner. He sucked in air hard as he could to squeeze in a spot that is 18 inches <laughs> This is fucking terrible. The way I'm at this case, <laughs> he squeezed in the cave. <laughs> that is only 18 inches wide. All right. <laughs> you take another drink. This is Ed's push. You see the birth, 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 you see the birth canal? There's a Bob's push and an Ed's push. That is where people get stuck, the birth canal. But the birth canal opens up like a woman giving birth. 
opens up and then a baby pops out and makes your life fucking hell, right? So, but there's area, there's an area there. Look at Ed's push. It does not open back up. It does not open back up. Okay. It does not open back up. So here's a better picture. And this is, this is the, the, the actual hole. That's the birth canal. But the bottom picture is a diagram of him going down into that hole. So what, what do you know, notice about that? He went head first. John Jones is stuck head first. Is that him? That's him. That's him. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Why? Why, dude? What the fuck? I mean, I've done some crazy shit too, man. Like I've jumped out of planes and did some crazy shit, almost drowned a few times, but I would fucking never, ever, ever go in that cave unless you pay me some big money. And then I'd probably go in there. No, I'm just kidding. I would never go in there. Look at this motherfucker. Go to talkmore.com to see this photo. This right here, you should put as your wallpaper. This, he goes head first. Why not? Why Why not go well, head first? Well, he thought he was in a different part of the cave, so he thought it was going to open up. He thought he was going to open up. But still, and they do go head first, as you saw in that one picture. He is going head first. Because they go down and usually someone, you know, more experienced is already there. And that cave, the, if you go back to see this one, the very top little giphy there, that's someone going in the birth canal. Which it, is bigger. Yeah, too. but you can get out of it. And it's, that's where he thought he was in. He was, he thought he was in the birth canal and you could get out of that. But look at the bottom where he's at. It doesn't go anywhere. You see where he's at? It doesn't go anywhere. So his head is right there where that other little circle is on Ed's push. There's no, you can't turn around. <laughs> what, what are you thinking? I, I just don't understand this activity at all. I really <laughs> fucking don't. Uh, you said you went caving. Whatever. I've been in a cave. That is different. Very different. Yeah, but you were all talking about it like you got all this experience. No. I and then you told said, you. Then you it said had you like saw. lights and stuff. It was like they <laughs> held concerts there. It the, was not a real fuck. It was not. <laughs> the Dave Matthew Band was there. It's like, what? This isn't a cave. Yeah. I mean, it's a cave, but it's not. it was not like an underground no, I got cave you. in this way. I mean, I would it go. It was in, a huge open space. Yeah. Big cavities. That's how I like them, man. Big cavities. Just a lot of room to play around in. You know, you can invite some friends. <laughs> <laughs> a train could fit in there. <laughs> Cook some hot dogs. All right, that was gross. <laughs> anyway, fuck. All right, let's look at some pictures to to maybe oh maybe this will ease your anxiety a little bit. I'm gonna keep drinking. Okay, <laughs> you just keep drinking. Let me pull this up for you. I feel like too, if you're going in that cave where you already know it's like closed off and dangerous like you better damn sure know where you're going too i don't know but like are people pulling out their maps and making double checking things when they're in caves i don't yeah, know yeah but i mean it's also really dark inside there too so and him and his brother were kind of separated so his brother josh <laughs> says it gets worse no <laughs> Stop it. Well, we are going hour by hour, and he's not just stuck in there for 10 minutes. He's stuck in there for quite a bit. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you're waiting right now is giving me so much anxiety. Oh, what are you <laughs> talking about? I know you're trying to pull something up, but, like, uh, now I'm like, uh, just, like, tell me now. What are you talking about? Put me out of my misery. Tell me about being upside down, Nicole. All the bl blood rushes to your head, and I don't think you can 
stay that way for very long. How long do you think you can stay that way? I don't know, a couple hours max? I don't know. Three hours go by. We're starting at three hours now. Help finally arrives. A lady, Susie Matoya, she's search and rescue. She arrives and she says the following. This is from an interview. If you want to read the, the next one where it says, I really, or my name is John. This is what she says to Susie. Hi, John. My name is Susie. How's it going? The replies seem to come from the other end of a long hallway. Hi, Susie. Thanks for coming. But I really, really want to get out, said 26-year-old John Jones. Oh, no worries, John, she told him. You're going to be out of here lickety split. Do you think she believed that at the time? Well, she was probably saying that to calm him down. Yeah. Yeah, she was saying that to calm him down. So she says, you're going to be out of here lickety split. Now, a couple of things that she noticed right away. She saw, Susie saw that John Jones's arms were completely pinned to his side. If you go back and see the photo, you can, I mean, you can't obviously see exactly what I'm talking about, but you can see he, he has no arm room, no arm room at all. The arms are pinned by his side, not upwards, but but at a downward angle. The calves were free, but useless. So you see the only the only part of his body that he can move at this point is his calves and, and his feet, feet too. Right. Yep. Now, th this is three hours later. She gets this dread that this might not be as easy or as, I don't know, as doable as people may think it is. She realizes that, and this is what she says, Getting John out of this cave would be like, quote, swimming backwards against a very strong current. That is not a good diagnosis there. Okay, so how long can a, a how long can someone last upside down? You breathe 15 to 25 times per minute. That's your lungs. Our bodies are designed in a way to to maximize efficiency and our lungs and our heart are unobstructed. They're, they're also sitting on top of all the other organs. Those are the most important. Our, our bodies are designed, our organs are designed to be unobstructed. Blood flows a certain way. Blood flows with gravity. However, if you flip upside down, it is still trying to flow that same direction, but it's having a lot harder of a time doing so. If you stay upside down for too long, a few things happen. Number one, blood pulls up at your feet, pulls at your feet. But that's not the thing that people care about. You also risk rupturing blood vessels because of the pressure of the blood trying to push. You. I like I am noticing my breath getting shorter right now. Can you hear it? I'm like <laughs> You notice, so you risk rupturing blood vessels. You also risk brain hemorrhaging because the blood does not reach your brain anymore, especially. So you'll notice things as you're going to notice with John because he's not going to get out very easily, but he goes through a series of physiological effects. Like when I said there's no blood to the brain, he goes unconscious quite a bit. He starts seeing things, hallucinations, stuff like that, which we'll talk about. But at his angle, which he is, and that is a 70 degree angle, blood has to pump backwards. His circulation starts to slow. His capillaries begin leaking, pushing that blood. It, it ruptures all into his body. The body begins shutting itself down. Toxins also build up in the blood. 
And not only that, but at, at the angle he is right now, which I'm going to go back to this image, at this angle... To pull him out, you would basically have to break both of his legs. Most experts believe that heart failure is the cause of death for upside down fatalities. When your head is down for that long of a time, your heart slows down. That actually means it receives more blood than it can pump out. And it has a hard time maintaining blood pressure. It basically can't move blood around the body like it did. And your your organs need blood, like a constant supply, like your brain. So if you if you if it's not pushing blood to your brain, your brain ain't working. Now, I want to point out if you have an inversion table or something like that, a little bit of upside downness is actually extremely beneficial. If you if you watch the the yoga people, the aerial yoga people, they'll talk about how beneficial it is. I have an inversion table I use all the time. Uh, you know. I will never fucking use it after this story. <laughs> Let me tell you that. <laughs> I did fall asleep on it for like three hours and I was like fucking purple and shit. No, that was a long time ago before I met you. But no, not that one. It was one that I had before that one. Anyway, going upside down every going upside down every once in a while is healthy. If nothing else, it helps move the blood from your feet and put it back into circulation in your body. One of the most I would rather just lay down with my feet up. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry. David Blaine tried to do 60 hours. However, this is from a uh, a headline I'm reading and that's him right there. As I call him David Lane, lame. <laughs> He didn't do 60 hours. He stayed there for 60 hours, but when people stopped looking, they noticed he he went upright. So if you go upright every once in a while and get the blood back into where it is, you can go for longer periods. So the headline is actually David Blaine caught taking stand-up breaks. <laughs> so he couldn't do it. He did say, though, quote, I'll need lots of liquid so I won't have to go into organ failure again, which has happened twice. I'm thinking that's from his other stunts. Well, that's, again, fucking stupid. Why? Now, some of the medical difficulties they were saying about David Blaine, because he did go quite a bit. He said that there was swelling of his eyes. Quote, there's the possibility of blood hemorrhaging into the brain. <laughs> this is fucking terrible. There's possibility of blood hemorrhaging into the brain. Doctors were monitoring him. Because, and, and the doctor said, if you stay upside down any longer, you're going to die. <laughs> and that's why he, he got caught. Now, very interesting about this. If you the, the Romans actually crucified some some not Jesus he was crucified upright but I know one of them disciples maybe Jen you can tell us one of them disciples I think were crucified upside down for them it's a political statement to crucify someone upside down on the cross crucifying someone upside down speeds up the death enormously as we just talked about and, and it's a, it's a horrible death apparently a fucking horrible death crucifixion apparently is the worst way to die this is a uh, from uh, abc news man in utah face tough odds i'm gonna i'm gonna read this quote it sounds absolutely terrifying dr wendy wright assistant professor of neurology and neurosurgery said she explained that hanging upside down for a long period of time could cause death in a variety of ways within less than a day. I already hit the three hour thing and I told you I'm going in order of the tweets. So let's go to the next tweet. 26 year old stuck upside down in Nutty Putty Cave for 15 hours. 15 hours. We're at the 15 hour mark. 
Now, this is where it gets pretty bad. <laughs> okay, so 15 hours. The tunnel is bent where he is, so he's stuck. Do you like this, Nicole? No. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> no I don't what do you want me to say why the fuck not I'm just waiting Lauren's like just wait the pictures get worse and I'm just like <laughs> I'm just like oh. it's not that bad it's oh, not that bad oh my god alright let me let me show you this she's picture like right just now it gets bad <laughs> it doesn't get bad stop it this is, oh so god. this is where his body is right here Jesus. And you see the cave ends here, and you see his arms pinned. That, that's his body right there. Oh. And there's nowhere to go. I mean, he's at the bottom. He can't turn around. I mean, this is a bad situation. This is a terrible situation. <sighs> but anyway, all right. 15 hours in. Tunnel is bent. They notice where he got stuck. They would have to break his legs at a minimum. He starts to hallucinate. He starts seeing ghosts. He starts seeing ghosts. He starts hearing things. And at this time, there is a rescuer down there with him. I believe his name is... It's in here somewhere. It was hard to find his name. This is the rescuer guy right here. 15 hours in, he's in and out of consciousness. His saliva is building up. His voice is nasally. He goes from hallucinations to straight sleep. The rescuer is waking him up constantly. He is talking to him about his life. He says, okay, well... Basically, I'm in medical school uh, at St. George in Virginia. I have four brothers, two sisters. I have a little brother, Josh, in high school. I played basketball, football. I was very competitive. So he's the, the oldest brother, or not the oldest brother, but he is, he's got one little brother, Josh. So he's, you know, second from the oldest, whatever. So Josh is 23. This guy, John Jones, is 26. He's in school in Virginia, medical school, as a pediatric cardiologist, which is a 10-year program. Wow. And he's only back, so that's in Virginia. He's only back because he wants to spend time with with his lovely wife, Emily. This is her. Now, they met in college very deeply in love. Now, he is Mormon, so those, uh, I, I think I can say this, is very, there's no infidelity in Mormon relationships, I'm pretty sure. Like, you're, you're very Except committed. Except if you are a polygamist. Yeah, that's not really <laughs> infidelity, I don't think. I don't know. Uh, okay, so he is back there to see his lovely wife. All right, now let's go to 18 hours. Okay, you ready to go to 18 hours? John might have the photo, Lauren, don't worry. What is it? He's, she said there is a photo that she's seen that like there's a chance you get you might not have it and so if you don't we might sleep tonight post that shit right now send it to me or something because i i looked up everything i could and that's the only that's that no there can't be a photo that's the only i uh, send that shit send it on discord she's on her phone she's she's gonna try to figure it out all right um, but because there were other photos that you were trying to pull up right before well so he's stuck down and the feet are the only photos you can see i don't know what photo she'd be talking about besides the feet being stuck it might be one of those fake kind of photos that people say that's the real fucking photo or whatever and it's not but i do want to see whatever you have all right, we're going to 18 hours in. If you want to read this, this is a tweet from then. This is the this is live action. Let's get John Jones out. And that's the search and rescuer guy right there. Good looking guy, man. Kind of looks like a uh, Carson Daly a little bit. Apparently, he was the best they had, and he survived 
an accident where four other or three other search and rescue guys died trying to save someone. Wow. So this guy already has PTSD, but he's the best out there. And he is the only one that could save John. The reason, the main reason he's down there is to comfort him because they do not want to, they do not want to see him going to sleep. Let me explain this. 18 out. And let me, let me try to explain the search and rescuer. He's down there. He's got a camelback. He's sipping him water. Saliva's building up. He's trying to conversate with John. Keep him awake. Keep him alive. He starts hallucinating. He starts seeing ghosts. Okay. And what do you do when you wake up from a nightmare? You move. And going back and looking at that picture, which direction is he going to move? Further down. Further down. Every time he hallucinates, every time he has a, a quick nightmare, <laughs> shakes, shakes, wedges inches further down. He is getting further down and he can't help it because he's blacking out. The papers say that blacking out, not going in and out of consciousness, the same thing, but they say he's blacking out. This is like during the, like the police, you know, the surgeon rescue papers he's blacking out we got to stop him from blacking out conversate him tell him that your wife is up at the cave she is ready to hug you to to and this is going to be such a funny story to tell your family and your and your daughter when your daughter grows up or your son when your son grows up are they actively like trying to get him out? Like, are they are they trying to pull him out? Are they thinking about breaking his legs, or are they just kind of like uh, not trying not to make it worse? Very you good question. I mean? Very good question. Yeah, very good question. To get him out of this cave, there's only three ways you can do it. Okay, number one, which they quickly scratched, but they did go through with ordering it. But once they figured out the topography of where he was and that he had nowhere else to go. They canceled the order. I'm talking about six gallons of vegetable oil. They were going to slip him right down, but he has nowhere to go. That would have worked if he was in the birth canal. They could slip him on out with the vegetable oil, pour it all around, pour, they could pour it all around his body and he would slip out like a baby. Okay. Another one that they were trying to do is dynamite. However, just hearing that fucking, I mean, that is, that could do, that could, that could make it a lot worse. That could collapse the cave in on top of him. That could blow him up or shoot a shrapnel of rock through his head. You know, the other option and the only one that they could eventually do, and this is going 18 hours in when they started this, is do a complex, very complex pulley system. If you see up there at the top, you see the pulley. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to kind of go with it a little bit. And you see how the pulley, you see how it kind of goes up around that bend? Yep. Okay, and then it goes right here. You see? Yep. You see what, that's the rescuer right there. Yep. And then right here. They ha actually have to anchor it to the right of his feet, if you see. Right. Now, to do that, to you can't, it's not just like putting a rope in there. As you saw, this thing goes over the these crevices, right? These things go over these little holes and cavities so you have you can't just put a rope there you have to anchor it down with uh, pulley systems so as i saw that you had four pulleys that they have to anchor down which means and it's solid rock to anchor down solid rock you have to drill and drilling takes a long time so you have to drill a hole anchor a pulley and attach the rope once you figure out all the angles you can tell that this is taking too long for someone who's stuck upside down and is having hallucinations 
hallucinations, seeing ghosts and stuff like that. Ugh. All right. What do you think? I'm with Lauren. I would I would also want to die by lethal injection at this point. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, that's a terrible fucking way to die. Oh, fuck yeah, that's a terrible way to die. Uh, here's just, uh, here's just some of the pictures just it's gonna roll through real quick because you know some of the rescue pictures there were over a hundred rescuers there this is their them in the hole trying to the pulley system you'd be able to see in the hole there here's one of the pulley systems right here you see you see the guy drilling let's go 19 hours in you ready for 19 hours in yep. <laughs> you hate this they they were able to find they were able to finally bring down a line so he can talk to his wife. Now he can't really talk to her because he's down in the hole. So he has the 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 rescue guy, which I believe his name is also Alex. I think so. I don't know. I'll find out in a second. It's in here somewhere. They one of the thing about the rescue guys, they don't want their names out there. I found out it was it was all like oh unidentified people. I don't know why that is, but apparently that's their job is to cave and cert, you know pull these people out. Anyway, they bring a line down there, a direct line to like with a speaker on it and a little microphone just so he can hear his wife's voice. This caused him to, quote, perk up. It perked him up. Sergeant Spencer with the Utah County Sheriff's Office said they had him to a level spot where he wasn't heading downhill with his head below his feet. During the course of that, they have a raising system to hold him in position, and one of the devices of that system failed, and Mr. Jones actually fell back to the area which he had been stuck for so long. Getting people to where they can actually help him or removing material, which is one of the efforts they're trying, and getting access to be able to do that is very difficult. Um, his spirits are amazingly good given the circumstances. His physical condition, obviously, he's very tired. He's very worn out and very uncomfortable. But we're hopeful that once we do get him freed, that he's going to be in decent shape. But after almost 19 hours of being stuck, I'm not sure he's going to be feeling well. His wife, Emily, says, quote, I knew I couldn't do anything to help, but I really wanted to give him a hug when he got out. I just imagine him being really tired and scared. And it, the conversation between him and his wife is being relayed through the rescuer, basically, because he can't really hear or speak where she could hear. Fear not, I am with thee. Oh, be not dismayed, for I am thy God and will still give thee aid. I'll strengthen and help thee and cause thee to stand upheld by my righteous om omnipotent hand. Again, they prayed. I'm so sorry, Father. Just get me out of here. Save me for my wife and kids, John said. All right, I'll read this next one. He said, it says, lying in a dark tunnel, Ryan, Ryan is the rescuer. That's Ryan. Ryan, the rescuer, stretched his long arm out as far as he could with the little black box. Tears streamed down the rescuer's face as Emily shouted to John from the chaotic surface to the musty, cramped tunnel. You want to read Emily's quote? I love you. Just keep fighting. Emily's voice crackled through the box. And then John yelled and Ryan, Ryan could hear that he was crying. Now, this time, the search rescue Ryan guy is also crying. And John says the following. I love you. I love you. Tell Lizzie I love her. I'll get out and I'll come see you. Now, they have to get him out because during this conversation, Emily reveals once again that this is the family. This is Lizzie. 
Emily's pregnant again. Okay, now we're going in 28, 20 something hours. Actually, I think this might be 19 hours because if you want to read this. So they 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 said they're going to try one more time. We're going to give it all you got. This is the last hope. The first time we pulled them didn't work. This is the last hope. All the, the search and rescuer guys all throughout the tunnel are now pulling in sync as hard as they can. John, they they make sure he's awake and they say, you know, suck in your breath and and try to wiggle as we pull. Try to wiggle. We can get you out. We can get you out. And everyone's pulling with all their might, all their might. And if you want to read this, this is from some Twitter post. This is from the, the actual day. This is Twitter. They finally got that guy out of Nutty Putty Cave, stuck for 19 hours. Claustrophobia, anyone? They got him out? Well, keep reading the other one. What a crappy way to spend tea day. Um, rescuers have been able to move a man stuck in Nutty Putty Cave 12 feet. Luckily for us, random people that write things on Twitter are always correct about things. Oh, no, he just he didn't get out. They do one final push. Pulling, pulling, pulling. The the pulley that was stuck or the pulley that was right by his feet as they're pulling with all their might and he's the pulley snaps. He sinks further in and it caves up, (gasps) caves him up. The search and rescuer guy is now stuck. (gasps) This is the Google Earth of the same thing. You want to read that? He says it says Nutty Putty Cave up on the Google Earth. This is the cemetery for John Jones. They got the rescuer out. Barely. He was stuck, too. After that, he fell down in there and stuck, too. They got him out. John Jones is still down there. They caved him up, and that's his grave. They, they like, the cave is no longer enterable, right? No, no. They, they, they blocked Blew it, it off, and this is his cemetery. That's his cemetery. Wow. His body's skeleton's still down there. It will always be down there. So, what do you think about that one? I do want to see... So, Lauren said it was on Google, but it she's like, it probably couldn't have been him because, if, because it wasn't open-ended. It was, he's wearing a black bandana in the photo. Can you, so, uh, she found it on Google. Can you read this headline? Family tries to make sense of death in cave. And I'll, I'll read the thing. John Jones, 26, of Stansbury Park, died nearly 28 hours. 28 hours after he got stuck upside down in the Nutty Putty Cave, a popular spelunking site south of Salt Lake City. It was the first known fatality since cavers began exploring the 1,500-foot cave's narrow passageways in 1960s. Cave access manager Michael Levitt said. (laughs) Shit, fucking hate me. Reaffirms that I have no desire to ever do this ever, 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 ever. That's why you can't trust Twitter, man. (laughs) What the fuck? Holy shit. You can't trust Twitter. I mean, shit. Huh? Yeah, like that's really fucked up. What do you guys think of that, man? So he's down there still. I mean, he's dead, obviously. I mean, I feel like it's so quiet in here. If Jen was here, at least she'd be like, oh my God, fuck. Oh, I'm never going to sleep again. I feel like I just. I felt like I just gave a eulogy or some shit to a fucking... I mean, that was really <laughs> terrible. What else can I tell you? Um, I really wanted to do, do it how the live updates came, but I mean, the, the, the live updates guys are Twitter posts. And as you see, they're not always accurate. Two people on Twitter said that they got them out and they didn't. Oh, welcome to fucking... <laughs> I was trying to find the photo that, that Lauren was talking about, but yeah, I don't, they wouldn't have been able to get a photo of him yeah. down there. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. The rest 
rescuers definitely have PTSD. I mean, talk about a shitty fucking job. Like that is that is hard. There is a documentary on it too. That's nope. out there. Nope. <laughs> I'm good. That's what I'm I good. said. I like, I'm fuck that. good. I'll just read newspapers. <laughs> no, thank you. So, what do you think about that one? <laughs> anyway, thanks, John. <laughs> Uh, Marjul, thanks for your request. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, this is Marjul's request? No, but I have to blame somebody. <laughs> that, you know why I did this? We playing that game and we're in the caves. I'm going to have anxiety now when we're playing this video game. <laughs> just don't go down head first. He would have made it out. They would have got him out if he wasn't head first. He'd been able to eat and or, drink water. Or if his arms weren't pinned down, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Because like that obviously made it that much tighter. So if you ever want to go to Nutty Putty Cave, you can see his cemetery. Kind of Look at that. John's bringing people to tears. Cheers, Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice compliment, though. She, Natasha says... Uh, I've heard this story before on different podcasts, but I've never heard, but I've never had tears hearing it until your version, John. Oh, I thought I was the only one doing this one. Fuck. I don't actually look what other people do. <laughs> I was like, we're playing this game about caves. Let's see if there's anyone that died in a cave. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. Um, the, next, the next episode, we're going to ask what it's like if you decide to venture upon a, an indigenous unmolested and uncontacted people we've we've covered the story way in the past but i dive more deep into it now Ooh, it's, all right. it's about this island that a religious i don't want to say nut a, a religious fervorish fever fanatic a religious fanatic decides to travel to an untouched island island is about five miles wide it's called the north sentinelese island it's owned by india it's under burma or what's now called Myanmar, myanmar myanmar and it is in the andaman islands now those islands are inhabited and are you know and participate in the the world economies and stuff like that however there is one island off to the west of those chains of islands in the Andaman Sea that refuses contact with the outside world. And they have been for thousands and thousands of years. So we're going to be discussing if it's a good idea to go and try to spread Christianity to them. It's a group of about 100 people say no. that don't speak any known language that anyone else can interpret besides them because they've been speaking a language and they've been closed off for thousands of years. They have been they have been not only denying all contact, but they've been very violent as far as violence is concerned with arrows and bows and arrows and spears. And they're wearing nothing. They're they're butt naked and <laughs> naked. So we're going to dive into that one for Tacos Primos. If you are not a supporter, still, thank you so much for being here. You can check the episode out on Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We put episodes out every Tuesday and Thursday at that time. And this was Talk Murphy Podcast. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Let's grab a, another drink. I know I could use one yeah. after that episode. But I know this um, this one a little bit. So I know this one is like... That wasn't that bad. It was pretty hard. It was fucking terrible. 
Oh my god. And he found out that his wife is pregnant again. Oh my god, dude. That's fucking terrible. That's just I mean they, they he's down there. They left him down there. I, I mean, I mean they couldn't pull him out, especially when I it know. came back in. I know, but he I mean, think about thousands of ten thousands of years from now when we're all wiped out by a fucking asteroid and, and we Recome humans again. They're gonna find that bones, and they're gonna be like, "What species is this? How did he die? What? Somebody must have put him down here as a torture device or some shit. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Fuck, crazy shit, man. Damn. Uh, all right. So, moral of the story today, guys, is don't go caving. Yeah. Please don't. Just please don't. Yeah. Unless you're going to see a Dave Matthews concert like you did <laughs> in the cave. I didn't see a Dave Matt. Where are you getting this from? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, this is Talk Murder Me. I'm here with Nikwees. Jen is off today. She's going to be here. She, she's getting a dance at the Magic Mike show. She's going to be here next week. And and that's it. This is Talk Murder Me podcast. And until next time, good night to you lovely, lovely people.